Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I am delighted to be joined by the fantastic comedian Sophie Duca. I spoke to Sophie live from Latitude, literally in person, in front of other real people in real life, which was very nice indeed. And together we painted our happy place whilst chatting all things art, comedy, how her writing process has evolved over the years, And she also told me about the time she sung in front of one of the Pussycat Dolls. So hope you enjoy that. And remember, you can see our artworks and photos from the festival on the Secret Artists Instagram account, which is at Secret Art Pod. And one more thing, in case you're like, she's saying it's in front of an audience live, but I can't hear anyone. Has she gone insane? And is this all in her head? The answer is no, there was a lovely audience there. We were in a big tent and we used headset microphones, which means our conversation was picked up, but you cannot hear the audience because they're they're not mic'd up. Anyway, enjoy the episode. The thing about you not being able to hear the audience is it'll be nicer to listen to. Welcome to the stage, Sophie Duca. Oh my God! Hey, hey this Sophie. Is cool. There we are. That's cool. We're in the right position. Oh no, I'm here. Oh no, they'll have to, you know, get used to that. We're sitting Hi, on the everyone. wrong side for the photo, but um, yeah, Sophie's absolutely brilliant. I'm very excited to have her here. And I've I've done that awkward podcast thing of writing you an intro. Have a seat. Oh, thank you. And hi. Yeah, do you want to check your easels at the right sort of height? I'm not Is it too experienced high? in this, Perfect. so I don't know where it's meant to be. Is it meant to be like a crotch I think it, height? A bit lower. Do you reckon a bit lower? Lower. Lower. <laughs> lower. It's basically a long game of higher or lower. It's white. It's good. Thank you, Oh, mate. love it. Really enthusiastic. What's your name, sir? Owen, very enthusiastic. I love that. So many confident children at Latitude. <laughs> it's one of those festivals, isn't it? Are you an artist? I'm not. I wouldn't say I am. Not yet. I reckon you've got it in you. Not a big fan of it, but you do like it. Same as Sophie. Yeah, that's the same as me. <laughs> I think that makes you an artist. Yeah. I don't know, though. Um, we might, can we lower the easel slightly? As I said, it is the first time we've done this live, and you're being Thank very you patient so and kind, and I appreciate that. Um, uh, maybe down to... So while we adjust the easels, here. I'm going to read out Sophie's no. bio for you. So Sophie is a fantastic comedian and writer whose Edinburgh Fringe show, Venus, saw her nominated for the Best That's Newcomer perfect. Award. Woo! Yeah, you can respond, you can respond. 
a little bit lower, yeah, thank you. Um, since Sophie has been on loads of TV shows, eight out of 10 cats, Mock the Week, Don't Hate the Players, Dave Gorman's Terms and Conditions Apply, and Frankie Boyle's New World Order. These are all facts. It's a lot of stuff, isn't it's it? It's a lot, it is a lot of stuff. That's great, I'm very short, thank you. Great, so we're gonna be basically sitting here <laughs> drinking and painting. Does that sound all right? Yeah. So Sophie, are yeah. You, how are you? I'm really well. Yeah. Um, I sorry, it sounds like a brag during a pandemic. I'm really. I'm actually really healthy. <laughs> I'm really well. I've got loads of antibodies. Um, yeah. I don't. I've never. I've not had it yet. Not had the virus. But I'm hoping this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this feels like the kind of place where you'll you could get it. You could get it. You probably won't if no. you're vaxxed and no. if you're careful. Um, I've not had it either. I don't think, but I have had both vaxes. Oh, so that's nice. I've just had one vax. Okay. Very young. Yeah. Well, or just late. <laughs> just lazy. Just late. Um, so we're going to be painting. You've got a palette set out for you and some paintbrushes here. Okay. I immediately went for this one. Is this a good one? That's a lovely one, yeah. It's a... Uh... So I'm aware that you guys can't see what we're painting, but hopefully there'll be a big reveal at the end. It's called... And a... you may or may not still be here for that. Um, we hope you're here. It's called a flat shader. Flat shader, love it. It sounds like a DJ. Yeah, it does. Welcome to the stage, Flat Shader. Woo! Okay, it feels like I shouldn't be starting with it, but well, I... what are we painting? You tell me. Oh, I, I thought maybe we could paint our happy place. Ooh, okay. I don't think we have a joint happy place, but our respect, we could all paint our happy place. I love that. After happy, a dark but time. Very conceptual. Thank you. I might paint Latitude, you know. Oh. Is that, is that pathetic? This is my happy place. I love this festival. It's nice to have a happy place, but not one that you can only go to three, four days a year. Yeah, true. Where, where, where have you got in mind for your happy place? It's a place that I went to on holiday yeah. with my ex-boyfriend who I broke up with during the pandemic. Ah. But not because of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need a new happy place. <laughs> yeah, are you sure this is a happy place? I'm worried this is going to be quite triggering for no, you. No, it was good. I wasn't with him in this happy place. It was a secret happy place I went to by myself. Okay. I've started uh, with this sort of... One of the pink sheep. Ooh. Um, I don't know what... it. I've, I think you've underestimated how much I know about art. Well, it looks quite nice, doesn't it? The palette. It looks like a little rainbow. chocolate box. I don't... You're meant... <laughs> Go on. No, it's fine. I'm putting white on white. That's perfect. It's like this festival. Like this festival. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting post-racial statement I'm making. <laughs> Uh, white on white, it's just white a on white. Just tiny, like all, like, all good arts festivals. I'm gonna, if I was doing this festival, I'd, it'd be like a stratiatella, just little <laughs> dots. Um, so, do you consider yourself an artist, Sophie? I like it when people think comedians are artists. Yeah. Like when, because I think that like dancers are artists. Yeah. And singers are artists and like people who paint are artists. Yeah. But I think comedians are just basically like show-offs and narcissists. Right. So whenever anyone's like, oh, but you're an like, artist, I feel very like... So you don't think comedy's an art form? No. Really? No, not at all. I think the government would agree with you Yeah, the that. government. I mean, I shouldn't be saying that. This is probably like a taster <laughs> event. I think, that, I think that lots of artists do... I think that... What do I think? I mean, it's actually quite wanky. Sorry, children. Sorry, fellow artist Owen. He's run off because I said wanky. Yeah, it's a statement. Uh, I think that comedy, and I think this is something another comedian said, so I don't want to, like, steal it. 
Um, but I think that comedy, like making comedy is like making chairs. Right. And you can make quite beautiful chairs and quite weird chairs. Maybe even political chairs, like the one that was like, I don't know, maybe if it was like a woman's mat, like you were sitting on it. I don't know. But you can make <laughs> like chairs like that mean chair, things and you can make like back. limited production chairs and alternative chairs. But I think you're still... So it's more to, like a craft. It's a craft, like you're trying yeah, to create okay. arts and crafts. It's in the same umbrella, same but it's not, it's not just art. Yeah, and uh, talk to me about your path into, into comedy. Because uh, I, I read somewhere that you got into improv because you fancied one of the guys doing it. Yeah, Is it's a true? really noble uh, <laughs> way to get into any sort of profession. If you just think, not about like the job requirements or like what prospects it's going to give you, but whether or not you could bone someone in a senior position. Yeah. That's quite good. Uh, it's a good route in. It's been tried and tested. It is a good route in. Um, I, yeah, I, I, when I got to university, the head of my student union yeah. was an improviser. Okay. Uh, now I know that's embarrassing, but at the time I was like, yes, cool. and. <laughs> uh, and I tried out for the improv troupe and I got in and he immediately stopped going. So we never improvised oh, no. together. And now he's dating another comedian. Okay, are we allowed to name and shame him? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I am allowed, but I will. His name's Joe Sutherland. He's Joe Aww. Sutherland's boyfriend. Yeah. He's lovely. Give it up for Joe Sutherland. Joe Sutherland is a very talented comedian and lover. And uh, good at improv, clearly. Good at improv. Um, oh, great. And were you, before you got into comedy, am I right in thinking you were a producer first? I was an assistant producer. I mean, I worked in television. Yeah. I don't think I wanted to be a comedian for a really long time because I was like, comedians are quite um, neurotic, Right. I thought, from the outside. And I was like, I don't want to think about myself any more than I already do. So I, I was like, no, I'm not a comedian. But then, um, I forgot the question. It's so hard to paint and it's quite think. It's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, um, oh no, yeah, that I worked in TV, which was great. I got to... Uh, <laughs> I got to work with, uh, I'm not going to say which pussycat doll it is. Okay, that's good. I don't it's think probably I know. the only one you know the name of. I don't think I know any you of the names. You don't know the name of, of any pussycat, pussycat dolls. It's like the king pussycat doll. like The the king of the pussies. The king of the pussies. Um, like the one that was on uh, <laughs> The X Factor? I don't know. Her exactly. name rhymes with uh, Nicole. Ah, like, Nicole. Like, look at all Nicole. Oh yeah, Nicole. She's really famous, yeah, isn't like, she? Uh, like, Anyone? like Nicole Hertz Finger. Oh yeah, Shirt Singer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. who I mean. She's the king dog. My pop culture knowledge is absolutely appalling. Um, uh, yeah, so she, we were. I was on a the set of a brief Sky One music show yeah. called Bring the Noise, which also starred comedian Joel Dobbit, Aww, the grime the artist podcast. Tiny Temper. Yeah, and I oh Catherine Ryan, who's great, and I think is headlining here. Oh, amazing! Um, and there was it was playing Westlife's "You Raise Me Up." You raise me up. That one. Yeah, you sing beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's the Britney mic that really got into. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. <laughs> you okay? So she it was like playing that. I'm really glad you sang it, so I didn't have to sing it. And she was like, "This is a beautiful song. What is it?" Yeah. And I was like, it's You Raise Me Up by Westlife. And she was like, I don't know it. Would what? you please sing it for me? And I hate singing in front of people. Same. I mean, you just did it. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I was panicking. But I think maybe like maybe because it was part of my story, you were just helping me. So you didn't realize you were doing it. But then I like, started to sing. So I was like, you raise me up. 
so, we've both uh, done it like, instead. Um, I don't know how to tell the story without doing it. And then she just didn't say anything or react. So then I was like, you raise me up you just gotta carry on to walk on. Yeah, and then she did nothing. So I had to do the whole thing. I was like, I am strong. <laughs> I'm strong. The feeling's so weak. Yeah, and then... Um, yeah, that was horrific. And also, like, the other, like, the senior producer or whatever were, like, looking at me being like, why are you singing at a pussycat doll? So are you telling me this is how you got fired from your role as a producer? This is how producer. I got fired from my role as a producer. This is how you ended up in stand-up. But also, she was, like, a horrible snake because... Can I say that about a pussycat doll? Uh, <laughs> she was a horrible snake because then we did the Christmas episode and then a song was playing, which was Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. I don't know it. Can you sing that for me? <laughs> That's exactly what she fucking said! Yes! Oh my god, I'm sorry for swearing, but that's what she said. Wow. She's a pop star. She's a billy. She's a very ambitious pop star. She's a classically trained opera singer. She's like grade 13. She's oh an American god. woman and she's never heard Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. I think it was just a weird power game in her yeah. head. It's a good thing to do though. I mean, not a good thing, but... I love how play. you just did that right off the bat. You were like, could you? <laughs> I don't know what I love for Christmas. Um, so how have you been, Sophie, this year? Oh, really, really quite bad. Okay. <laughs> Keep it light. No, that's, sorry, I've been, no. I've been mixed like a bag of nuts. Yeah, I think uh, that's fair enough. It's been a... Actually, 2021's been fine, but sort of weird, like a weird sort of limbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020 was pretty grim. Did you do a lot of sort of online gigs? I hate online gigs. So do I. More than anything. And a lot of comedians were like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's hard, but it's like great that people are watching comedy. It's crap. It's hard. It's, it's like... It's, it's almost as hard as a festival gig. <laughs> it's almost as hard as a festival gig. It's not, it's not what you want. It's uh, just the, the absence of people. It's... Uh, Almost impossible, isn't it? Yeah. But at least at a festival gig, there are the people. I did one, um, one Zoom gig where I could neither see nor hear anyone. So it was just like having a panic attack for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and do you, do you find, I know you said you're not an artist, but do you ever go to like drawing or painting as a way of relaxing? Or is it the, is it the opposite for you? Is it stressful? Uh, I don't. Like, one of my flatmates has adult colouring in books. Yeah. And, like, that sounds... Got... Sorry, Sophie. Have we got... You're handing them in. Oh, my oh. God, I love it. I've never had this much authority in my life. Thank Whoa. you. Is that yours? That is incredible. It's Latitude, and it's this tent, isn't it? Brilliant. What's your name again? Florence. Give it up for Florence. Sorry to steal your thunder, Sophie. But oh my Florence god, just that. that is that's beautiful. Can I sort of display quite them rude on the of front? It's actually really to show everyone up so early in the. Yeah, it really is. We've got process. another tent. It's gorgeous. This one has the sun in it, and is that you? That's brilliant. What's your name again? Gigi. I love it. Give it up for Gigi. Oh, Gigi. I guess this is what it's like being a teacher, but probably harder. Um, what I you're doing is definitely one. harder than being a teacher. This is, yeah, this is quite abstract. I like the cross through it. Is that symbolic? Yeah about your feelings about um, the Tory party. Yeah, what's your name? Margot, I love it. Give it up for Margot. Margot, you've all got beautiful names. Do you guys want to keep these or shall I display them at the front? It's up to you. Display. 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 Sophie, you've got some tough competition, I'm afraid to say. I mean, up until recently, all I'd done was put white on white, so. Thank you. Now I'm. Great swearing, did you say? Thank you. Um, I'm trained. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Always forget with festivals. There will be kids. Margot, Florence and Gigi. Lovely. Um, sorry, Sophie, totally sorry. interrupted. Are you not meant to swear at a festival? I don't know. I thought all the kids were like hyper, hyper social, hyper civilized. Like yeah, I think like, it's a liberal, it's a liberal arts. They're festival, like drinking isn't baby it? chinos and like smoking yeah. chocolate cigarettes, smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember. Oh, what you I asked, asked me you? if I do it to calm down. Yes. I don't. But once I uh, went to Bergheim, uh, which. If there are any children listening, is like a sort of like adult playpen in Berlin. I know is, it. It's that club that doesn't shut for like four days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't get in because Bergheim was closed. Um, also, they have that weird policy there where you have to be like super trendy, and you if you're to, not dressed you have to right, not care. You have to almost like walk in by accident. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I'm dying to go, but I've never been. Yeah. Didn't get in. Stood outside Bergheim uh, after quite a wild night, and then came home and painted a picture that is currently in my room oh, so were like, you on drugs at the time uh, was I on drugs yeah I couldn't say <laughs> but it is it's That's not for the audience <laughs> to decipher it's for the audience to say I, I was probably in the presence of drugs right I understand Just, uh, um, and do you have any sort of favorite artists yes Full stop. <laughs> yes, and I will not ever uh, tell yeah. you. <laughs> so I actually, I cried. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. So I went to Rome, humiliating, went to Rome, and um, I went to a museum in Rome, an art museum in Rome, and there was a painting that I looked at and I cried looking at the painting, which really excited me because I've always wanted to be one of the people that does yeah. that. It actually really speaks to me. It actually really speaks to and me. And again, were you on drugs? I wasn't on drugs <laughs> this time. Well, had you been on? I, I couldn't say, no, I was just- That's I was incredible, just, you were just so- It was, I think it was, I think it was a Monet. Yeah. I think it was called uh, The Gardener, if people want to Google it and fact check and tell me it's not Monet. Hello, it's me, fact checking Anne can confirm The Gardener is by Vincent van Gogh, not indeed Monet. Yeah. La I mean, I don't know, it wouldn't have been in French, but it was like, it sounded like jardiniere or something like that. Yeah. But I really liked it and it made me cry. What, what's the image? Can you remember? The image is of a like, it's of a beardy man in a floppy hat and he's sort of like looking directly into the viewer. Is that what we call people who look at art? Yeah, I think so. It's the viewer's face. And uh, he looked, he reminded me of my friend Aurelien, uh, mm. who was a French man. And I don't know, it was just, it was quite simple. There was lots of really impressive art in this museum, but it was just sort of like a... Was it quite a sad painting? I think he's or... smiling. I find it sad when men smile. <laughs> uh, but I just found what it. What quote? Think... <laughs> <laughs> you it's, like them only really unhappy. Bad news, yeah. Oh, when I'm men upset. smile, oh, they're dangerous. Yeah. There's a where's one man feeling. They won't be smiling anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was just a. It was just. It was just like I think uh, galleries are cool spaces, and I just like mm. that this picture existed. It made me happy, but it's not what I'm drawing. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So what is in your happy place? I don't think I've asked you. So there's water in it. Mm. Do you want me to tell you everything that's in it? Yeah. Because I water. think the audience can't see what we're doing. Mine oh, yeah. is lucky because mine is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> mine is very bad, but it, there's water. Yours has quite a Monet quality to it, actually. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you so much. No, it's quite sort of pastel colours and quite almost like... We're using acrylics, but you're, you've made it look almost like watercolour. Like oh, it's quite wow. wishy-washy. I'm really slapping mine on quite aggressively. I just didn't know what you were meant to do with it, so I think that's why I made it quite thin. But it's all going to go heat togs. I don't really know what your... Did you do art at school or after school? I did art for the years that you you do it. Oh, actually, not everyone does art for a long time, I guess. I did it till maybe year... Nine? Maybe less, yeah, but I didn't do it at GCSE, so maybe year nine and then 10 and 11, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Which I think is sad. I also, like, really loved it, but I think you get told that you're... Not get told that you're not good at stuff, but unless you're really good at stuff, you wouldn't do it for GCSE because... Yeah, I think you're going to get a grade out of it. Some, some schools that see it as like an excessive, like if you do too many creative subjects, it's sort of sort yeah. of seen as a bad thing, isn't it? It's already going to do drama, so that was an absolute. <laughs> I don't even know if I did drama GCSE. Maybe we weren't allowed it, but I did do theatre studies A level, not yeah. an art. Um, tell me about um, your sort of writing process. How do you approach writing comedy? Do you sort of come up with an idea or a theme or like an issue you want to talk about or do you think of a joke and then like expand it from there uh I think or neither of those things I feel like this is something that I might have been asked before but I'm trying to think of the answer to it I think with some jokes like some of what I do is like talking about the world and so that's quite reactionary yeah um and then it's just like stuff that really bemuses me and like I mull over in my head and that kind of expands for a little like what is the what are those tumbleweed yeah or a snowball I think snowball would be more positive because tumbleweed has connotations of like empty desert yeah 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 yeah. like if a joke doesn't go well I'd describe that like writing new material but yeah but you're very good, so I'd go with the snowball thing. A snowball, and that kind of builds up, and it kind of becomes a big, like, monster of... Um, yeah. Uh, monster? A big snowman. snowman. Although, snowman. technically, I feel like snowmen are monsters. Like, they're very well-received. <laughs> yeah. But they're terif- 
it's a terrifying concept. Yeah, it depends on the nose as well. The yeah. nose is like really make or break with a snowman, isn't it? Yes. You don't want a bendy carrot. You don't want a bendy carrot. As they say in the biz. Are people, join, are people drawing in the audience? Yeah, what's everyone drawing? Is there a happy place? Just shout out if you want. <laughs> Somewhere in Thailand. A bed in Thailand. Ooh. Love it. Have you, is it a Sorry. bed you've been to? Yeah. I was going to ask what happened there, but I'm not, I'm not going to. A bed in Thailand. Bed in Thailand. God, I'd love to be in bed in Thailand. It would be, it would be good. One day. Will we ever get to leave this godforsaken country? <laughs> I just thought it would be funny to slag off the UK. But there's really no reason to. It's a paradise. Every day is a, is a joy. <laughs> and we're so good at sports competitions. That's what really seals the deal. Sports competitions. Sports competitions. So on the... God, I've really made my sheep far too... Sort of pink, but it now looks more like a pig. A pig? Pig, yeah. I'll show you at the end. Okay, I'm excited. I don't know what's going on. So you, you don't think comedy is an art? No. What, what about shows like I May Destroy You, which I feel like I look at as very artistic? Would you say I May Destroy You is a comedy? Well, I think it was pitched as like a comedy drama, wasn't it? It really was, but in a way. But no, I guess... It, I, I think it was a funny drama. That's, maybe I'm not allowed to say that. I've got a lot of respect for Michaela Cole. Yeah. Who's going to be in the new Black Panther film. Yeah, I saw that. Incredible. Very exciting. I, wait, maybe it was, oh, I, no, I don't think, I don't think it was a comedy because. Didn't you do a podcast based on the show? I did. It was called Obsessed With I May Destroy You, the Mm -hmm. comedy. Um, No, (laughs) it was called Obsessed With I May Destroy You. The comedy musical. Uh, I don't think she's trying to entertain people with that show. Not like entertain, but I think I don't think like I think a comedian. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think a comedian's trying to like create joy. Yeah, and although spark increasingly laughter. I feel like sitcoms have become more sort of issues based. Yeah, like with Mae Martin's sitcom Feel Good. Yeah, um, but I do. I would say that that was a comedy. But I yeah, say so I would I. But it, I feel like sitcoms have become slightly more like hard hitting and issues based than perhaps they were before. I think that's, but, yeah. But trauma is funny. Trauma is right, so dude, funny. Trauma is hilarious. It is with me. <laughs> no. no, no I, think, I think trauma is funny. I think like I, maybe I wouldn't have... I mean, I don't think, I don't like, it's weird because I think I've spoken about some quite difficult things in comedy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's why I thought I had the right to say anything at all because... Like, now I find it fun being, like, whimsical. So do you feel like you started it's, off being quite sort of well, issues-based or... And yeah, well, more... I mean, I, I think I... I mean, I made some dick jokes, but I also talked about, like, the transatlantic slave trade, which is... Uh, two classics. Two classics. Famously, not a lol. <laughs> but I think that, like, if you don't see a lot of people like you doing comedy, you kind of don't think that you have the right to have a voice. Right. And... Is like, that how you felt starting out? I think so. I think I felt like with improv I could be funny, but like never is me. Like it was very whose line is it anyway style comedy. So it's like this is a skill, like I'm being like, but like the thought of being myself on stage and um, talking is me. I just didn't think anyone would get it or find it funny. Yeah. And then so I think the only things that you think to say at the start maybe the things that no one else is saying. Mm. Whereas now I feel like I can be 
obviously still love a still still love a joke that makes 50% of the audience very uncomfortable but I, I also like just being silly yeah just being silly and do you think that is changing now do you feel like there's better like representation of different voices uh, in comedy I think there yeah. is I think it's like people still and this is like across the board for like I guess all kinds of performers and artists like if you're different in some way say there's been like one other woman on the show like they'll they'll be like oh you must be like this woman and yeah. they don't know they don't they kind of want things to be the way that they've seen them so if you're yeah. like a working class artist they they'll assume maybe that you want to talk about it I think yeah. sometimes people think that art should be like educating yeah uh, them so if say you are a trans artist and you're talking about I don't know oh no <laughs> You okay? Yeah, no, a bit of paint went in the wrong place. That's all right. You can paint over it. I've got a red sky. Yeah, I think, really I'm, bright red sky. I'm premenstrual, so I think it's it's that. Uh, and some, something dropped from the red sky into... That is very symbolic. It is think? very symbolic. Did I'm the really, sun fall out of the sky? The sun hasn't fallen out. Oh, is it the moon? There's some sort of orb in the sky that I haven't decided about yet. But, I'm wondering um, what else to do. I've got a pink sheep and a rainbow, which is sort of melting in like a slightly I, gross brown colour. I can't wait to see the sheep. <laughs> the sheep is very much the main event slash pig at the moment. Sheep slash um, pig. So do you, do you like go to galleries on your yeah. days off? Do you uh, like seeing art? Yeah, I really like seeing art. I remember with this ex that I've only mentioned once or twice before. I remember for his birthday, I took him to see the Basquiat exhibition oh, at yeah. the Barbican. Nice. Uh, what was the last exhibition I saw? Have you seen the Tracy Emin Edvard Monk exhibition at the RA? No, I have not. That's great. I'd recommend that. Um, yeah, loads of her. I feel like her conceptual work is way more well known, but there's some really beautiful, like figurative drawings and paintings. Ah. alongside his stuff which is definitely worth cool. seeing I basically think like as I've got older I'm like I want to acquire art and have it around me yeah but do you own anything any art I own some art but it's I don't know like it's not like expensive art yeah what it's sort just... of thing have you got well actually I went to Ghana not super recently because of the uh, Panasonic but I went to Ghana and I um bought a cloak which had like it was like a collaboration between a Ghana a local Ghana artist and like this um this that I'm wearing threaded tribes they make yeah he, I love like that. painted on the back his name is Kojo I can't remember his last name yeah but um yeah I was like there in the place buying stuff bought this I bought a cloak and then the woman who was selling the clothes was like do you know who came in and bought exactly the same thing <gasps> and I was, <laughs> she was like Michaela Cole Really? Michaela Cole, the star of I May Destroy You, yes. And then I was like, I don't wow. know whether I... I mean, like, is that cool? <laughs> to That's have so exactly strange. The same have you met like, her and, like, compared... No, outfits. she was actually in Ghana exactly the same time. I love her to yeah. a, a weird degree. Um, but no, she, I have not met her in the flesh. I did do her podcast. Yeah. No, she did my podcast. And she's very... She's definitely an artist. Yeah, she's amazing. She's... Chewing gum was great, and then yeah, loved. I made a three. Um, that's cool. So, what have you done with the cloak? Is it framed or is it just? Like I actually, I find it quite unwearable, and I worry about it's like a, it's like a canvas, so it's white and it's thick, 
and it's yeah. not I mean like maybe I would frame it yeah. just put a frame around there was a I'm going to quote a little known dramaturg called Gordon Craig yeah oh maybe he didn't say this but like I don't remember the quote that he did about this. He did the quote that was like, a word does not begin as a word, it starts as an impulse. That's what, but like you could just frame, like if you could frame anything and then it's up. Yeah. This definitely wasn't Gordon Craig that said it. Uh, but I could frame the cloak and like have it like a tapestry on my wall. And I quite like that I think idea. that's true. But I haven't worn it so much yet. I love that when you go to galleries and you're like walking past a fire extinguisher, like, hmm, so interesting. Oh. Is that, oh no. Just weeping, not, yeah. being like, this is... <laughs> So moving. So ah, no, it's just a fire extinguisher. What does it mean? Yeah. <gasps> okay, I've had a great idea. There's... My sky is bleeding. My sky's bleeding as well. Sort of brown and blue. I um, just... But I've, I've had a brilliant idea. So who are you st- you're staying here tonight. Are you, who, yeah. Who are you watching? <laughs> who am I watching? Well, uh, I guess Hot Chip. Yeah, I love Hot Chip. Gonna watch them over and over and over and over. That's a hot chip joke for the. It's a hot chip joke. Thank God they didn't get you got it. it. Um, I made quite a lot of music jokes in my set today, and I was like, I do not think that necessarily anyone knows what I'm talking about. Hot That's chip. Fine. I wanted to. Some of the artists that I wanted to see. Hello. Oh. oh wow, that's a bad sign, isn't it? When your agent comes on and is like, "Think you need this?" No, you don't need it. It's a bit of fun, right? <laughs> a bit Thank of fun. You. I haven't drunk once since we started because I've had it a match on prosecco. I mean, come on. Wow. <laughs> no, do you want some white wine? Does anyone want some white wine? Anyone want some white yeah? wine? Yeah. Do you want to bring your cup up? You don't have Can a cup. Can we get a cup, please, oh, for the alcoholic the in the audience? <laughs> bring your cups. What is that in the middle of your picture? I love it, but it's, it's like. It's so. What do you think? I, it I just, is it now? It's it, a. It's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. Yeah, it's really nice. It's quite prominent in the middle, and I just wondered whether it was like a figure. Uh, or... I well, I thought it was. Well, I mean, I thought it would look cool, and I thought it was easy to drive lots of little bicycles. I can tell you the story of my happy place when it. Yeah, please do. When it's revealed, or do you want it now? Yeah, I want it now. <sighs> so, 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 well, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so I went my to my ex. My ex. Uh, went to Cabo Verde. Uh, how do you say it? What is it? Cape, Ver- Cape, Cape, Cape Verde? Ver- I would say Cape Verde, but that's but I'm an ignorant uh, Brit. I don't know. I don't know. We went there. I think if you say it confidently, no one will care. We went to Caperinha, and uh, we went there. We went to Sao, which I think I, it's like a series of like islands, not really just one place. Yeah. Uh, and Sal is the, where the plane goes to, and I think it's the most expensive one. Okay. Uh, and we didn't really have any money or time to go to like the other islands. We yeah. wanted, I think lobster's meant to be quite cheap there, but Sal is quite, because it's like a little, it's quite touristy. How old were you at the time? Um, I was in my mid to late 20s to early 30s. Okay. Uh, no, I think I was in my mid twenties actually. Right, mid to late twenties, early thirties, where so I am. So last now. week, right? Last week, uh, I think like twenty six. Okay. Seven. I don't know what is time, eh? What is age? Yeah. It's the continued succession of events from the past to the present into the future. That's I feel it. like we should all get a couple of years back on our life after yes. this. Yeah. Doesn't seem fair. It's like let's just discount the last two years and. And add them on at the end. I 100p agree with that. I think it's grotesque. I don't want to give up my um, 
26 to 30 rail card, I think I'd find that very... Oh, yeah. And I won't. I'll impersonate a much younger man. So you were in Cape Verde? Yeah, we were in Cape Verde. Verde. And um, having a holiday. I think also probably like some fights. Because I think that's what couples do on holiday, right? They fight. Yeah, if you're not fighting, then are you even in a couple? Are you even in a couple? Is it even love? Uh, And uh, there wasn't that much to do, but it was quite nice because stuff was stressful. And he is a late riser and I am an early riser. And I decided in the big baking sort of Senegal heat to go on a jog. And as soon as you start jogging, like in about six minutes, you're like out of the like little settlement and sal and it's like a sort of like, feels like an alien landscape or something from like Star Wars, like a gray in Star Wars, like running over. I'll say Tatooine. I don't know anything about the franchise, but yeah, I'm Ray from Star Wars running over Tatooine. And then I um, find uh, running along the beach and I think there's a sort of wooden shack, quite a big wooden shack. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like approach it, try to see if there's anyone there, but there does not appear to be anyone there. And there's like a sort of cove on the beach and I go down onto the sad. And like the sand is high and the water is low and I decide I'm gonna skinny dip in this water. Yeah. So I'm running and I take all my clothes off and I get into the water and it's like going out into the open ocean but it feels like, it feels like it's sort of like, like it's a rock pool, like even the ocean is there, like, this, like it's so high and I'm like being held by the water and the water's so clear and beautiful and I can't see anything over like the hill or like the the incline of the water you can't see your ex I can't see my ex we were actually very happily uh you know fighting at that time it wasn't a bad (laughs) trip but I was just like by myself which I rarely am and very Mm. at peace I guess also, and there's nothing like the feeling of seawater when you're naked. Yeah. It's like it feels like it takes on a different consistency to when you're wearing clothes. Yeah, maybe it's like being back in the womb. Maybe. Maybe. But that's interesting that you felt at peace because I've found the most stressed I've ever felt in my life has been when I left a really awful job and then went on holiday straight away and I was in the middle of the sea and I remember thinking, like, you're supposed to feel so free and so calm and you're in a beautiful place, but the feeling of like vastness around you can be quite sort of panic inducing. Yeah, I don't actually love the sea itself. I think it's because it was like, there was this great expanse, but I wasn't in it. It was just sort of like sky and sea. And like, it was felt like a, like a, it felt like a pool. Yeah. I don't know how to contained. explain it. Uh, but then, yeah, after a little while, I was like, maybe I should, uh, like, and I also think like, it was, I could only not see anything. I also wasn't facing the sea, I was facing the land. Right. Um, that's the thing, I wasn't looking out to see like the Little Mermaid, I was looking to the land. And then I was like, maybe I'll stand up. Uh, and I stood up and I saw that there was like a Sal bike tour approaching <laughs> with like 12 people on little bicycles having like a little bike tour. Yeah. And my clothes were like quite a distance away. Oh, shit. So I was like, ah, I'm naked in the sea and I've got to uh, get dressed. I love that. I can see a bit from here. I like the symmetry of the painting. You've gone for some sort of semicircle shapes with the bikes. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like, yeah, the bikes sort of, I guess, disrupted the happy place, but they are, they are important because you can't stay 
floating in the amniotic if fluid only. disassociating forever. Quick fire Abstract or realism? Um, abstract. Hot chip or Wolf Alice? Hot chip, baby. Tate Modern or Tate Britain? Tate Modern. No, actually, Tate... No... Yeah, Tate... Yeah, I think they tried to seduce you with the slides and stuff, but Tate Britain. Dawn or Dusk? Dawn, because she was so good at the House of Commons recently. <laughs> writing or performing? Um, oh. Writing... I think writing is... <laughs> I think performing is writing. Um, oh, God. Performing, because there are people there. Lake or sea? Lake. Sure. Venus or Uranus? Uranus! Oxford or Cambridge? Oxford, baby. You're not going to catch me out that easily. Tortured artist or rational lifeguard? Tortured artist. Private view or view of privates? View of privates. These are amazing. Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility? Are you mad? I'm already really strong. Yeah, are you? Yeah! Prove it. Pick up uh, that bottle of wine. All right. You guys are going to lose your bites. Oh, my God. She's doing it. I, I was just like, what is the funniest thing to do? And it's definitely pick up the bottle and smash it against my head, but I won't do that. Or pick up the bottle and drop it. Yeah, pick up the bottle and drop it. Oh, yeah, that's we just the second. Ah! Yeah. She clawed it from a high... Applaud? What? Uh, one finger. Is this going to go... It. Would you not rather drink this? This is terrible. This is, they're like, yeah, fuck the painting. We just want to see you drop a bottle of wine. <laughs> would a weak person do this? Um, and then mind uh, drinking the wine for the podcast people. I'm so impressed that I haven't tried to uh, cleanse my brush. In yeah, the, I know. My water's like thick mud. Okay, a few more questions. Um, can you separate the art from the artist? Um, if the artist is in jail, yes. Very specific. Very specific. Yeah, I'll listen to... Is R. Kelly in jail? Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, he we'll should check. be. And when he's in jail, I'll listen to Ignition if he's not getting any royalties. It's, but until it's then. Su such a shame when the songs are good, isn't it? Yeah. It's really hard. It's but tough. no, it's not hard, because there are so... The thing is, people are always like, can you separate the art from the artist? I know I'm not meant to answer this long. But it's like, you don't have to listen to toxic, problematic people. Like, just with comedians, there are so many good comedians that haven't groped or assaulted anyone. It's yeah. not like there's a dearth of comedians. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah, might yeah. have to stop listening to one, but, like, there are so many you're never going to yeah. have the time to find out about, so it's not a loss. They can't all be sex offenders, surely. No. Uh, right, art or tech? <laughs> tech. Ooh. Art or books? Books. Art or food? Food. I hate and art. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, dicks or pussies? All right, okay. And also, you can say both, or you can say neither. I try, I'm trying to think. I think more specifics would be weird. No, obviously pussies. Pussies are better. Pussies are better. They're I more aesthetically uh... pleasing. Have you seen L'Origine Dumont? Have I seen what? L'Origine Dumont? No. It's, a, it's an artwork. I think it's by somebody who's French because it's in France and the title is in French, which means the origin of the world. Yeah. And it's a shot of a pussy. Yeah. And the framing is like from the thighs to the top of the boobs yeah. and it's like quite a hairy bush right and it's a white white thighs yeah. white woman presumably and it's called L'Origine du Monde and it's in a museum in Paris and okay. it's 
Great. Is it a painting? It's a painting. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a pussy in Paris. <laughs> well, I thought it might be like a sculpture, you know. No, it's a, I was it's also just like glancing to double check those six-year-olds had gone. Yeah. And can confirm No, but they, they all came. I mean, they might not have. I didn't come out of a pussy. I'm like um, You didn't come out of a pussy? No. Where did you come out of? Uh, a, a, like a hole, like a flap in my mother's stomach. Just a hole. Hole in the ground. A hole in the ground. <laughs> I grew like I was a cesarean baby. Congratulations. Should we reveal at the same time? Yeah. How ready are you? Has Born your ready. piece got a name before we reveal? I think I'm going to call it... No. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, the, maybe, like, the you lobster. You could just call it No. Happy Place. That could be quite... Happy Place, that's nice. I mean, everyone's is going to be called that, but... Mine's called Pink Pig. That's nice. That's really nice. Brackets, Happy Place. All right, should we... Um... Get ready to be whelmed. Happy Place! Oh, I love that! Such a generous audience. You, thank wow. you. I love yours. I really do. I it's really. Got... Lo- it's like your pig is your sorry your sheep. Pig pig is like gambling. Yeah. You know that verb like ga- like that's She's definitely gambling. what it's doing. It's gambling. Yeah, lots of long grass, and I love yeah as I said the symmetry of yours, and also the fact the moon slash sun is empty. Ooh. I feel like there's a lot going on there. That's just like green tint, but. Right. Oh, is there? Yeah. Slight oh. green. Oh, yeah. Green and red, complementary colours. I also have a looks quite like that bike on my... Maybe not. Is it oh, weird? Yeah. What are you showing them? This is where I got a hole... <laughs> I'm showing them <laughs> where I got a hole cut in me, like my mum did. Oh. But not because I've had a baby. What's that from? Uh, appendicitis. Ah. They took out my appendix. I'm sorry. Feels weird to be holding a painting while you tell me about your Yeah, sorry. I was, just really, I was just like, it looks like my scar. It's quite cool. Because it looks like one of those... Um, it looks like the handlebars of a Harley Davidson. Yeah. It almost, it does look like you're painting. Yeah. Love it. Metaphors. Uh, has anyone got any pictures to add to the gallery? Yes, please. I want to see them. Oh, my God. Love it. Absolutely covered in uh, oh, paint. Oh, amazing. I hate to say it. The sheep is better than yours. Oh, shit. This is... I don't want to get paint oh, on it. Oh, that's really... That is us! Oh, my God. Those oh, hands. Someone oh, someone drew us. Thank you. This I mean, I think because it's pencil, it's hard to Thank see. Thank you. I really that. don't want to get paint. Oh, oh this my is god, that's brilliant! Van Gogh Look at that. is the Laurentian Dumont. Oh no, the gardener is I Van Gogh. I love the perspective yes. on that. Is incredible. Thank you. That's so good. And this one, hands are famously so hard to do. So whoever just handed me those hands. That's great. Also, it wasn't Monet. Whoa, this woman's painted. <gasps> oh my Loads god, sorry. Pink sheep. It was Van Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. That's really, I really oh, don't want to get my paint on it, but you've done the pink are, sheep and they are exceptional. Amazing. Thank you I'm all so much for coming. Um, as I said, it's the first time we've done it live. So I really appreciate your patience and enthusiasm and give it up for Sophie Duker, who's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Where can they find all your stuff? Uh, you can find most of my stuff at, at nicolescherzinger.com. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, just follow it. My name is Sophie Duker. My handle everywhere is at Sophie Jukebox. 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 Love it. Like a jukebox, but with my name. And just do Great. that. Do that. Um, and See me. I'm Annie McGrath, and the podcast is Secret Artists, so you can subscribe on all the, you know, Podbean. Spotify, etc. And uh, it's there, it's written there. And have a great rest of your festival. Thank you so much for coming. Look how strong I am! She's so strong. She's so strong. Emotionally and physically. This is lighter. Maybe we should put them out. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you.
Thank you to Latitude Festival and to everyone who came to see us there. Thank you, Sophie, for being such a mega babe. Remember to follow her on social media. She's at Sophie Jukebox on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Annie McTweet on Twitter and at McGrath.Annie on Instagram and at McGrath.Art for my art. We will be live again soon, this time from Aberystwyth Comedy Festival in October. And you can buy tickets via their website, which is abercomedyfest.co.uk. It's a classic domain name. If you enjoyed that episode, please do like, review, subscribe. You can also donate via the ACAST supporter feature. The link is in the description. See you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.